You know what's going to be fire? The Lakers championship next year. Let's go. Episode 18 of the Wing Program Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dom Noir, featuring The Lake Show, Master. Nah, shut up. No. But EJ, let's go. Episode 1-8. Episode 1-8. We are talking about the NBA playoffs because it's April. So we had these we had all the playing games happen and these were some competitive games. Except the Hornets one though. Hey, we love the playing tournament. These games are so fun to watch, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, there were some good games. Like the, the Nets and Cavs. That was close. Definitely, definitely. Um, but as a quick overview, um the Minnesota Timberwolves are now the seventh seed in the West with the um with the New Orleans Pelicans as an eighth seed out west, then for the seventh and eighth seeds in the Eastern Conference, we have the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks. So playoff matchups are set in stone, and it's time to get a roll in. Yeah, today the Hawks they beat the Cavs today for that eighth spot. Ice Trey, he had like thirty-eight nine, I think. Let's talk about Ice Trey. We got a big first round matchup. In the first round, with the first place team in the East, oh, yeah. the Miami Heat versus the eighth seed Atlanta Hawks. The heat, it can give the Heat some struggles. Ice Trey. Man, uh, call me crazy, but um, Hawks in seven. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm blaming. I really like the Miami Heat. What? Why am I saying I really like? I really don't like the Miami Heat. That's what I meant to say. Um, they've had they have a lot of gaps. Sometimes not necessarily. Of... It's just like Jimmy Butler. Well, yeah. Sometimes, so yeah. Sometimes they can't play. Like I don't like their offense. You know, it's more like Jimmy Butler just forcing his way to the rim. Um, there's no consistency, but they have a lot of shooting and their defense is good. But um, when you have Jimmy Butler as your superstar player, you know, I ever since after the bubble, you know. I just haven't been able to trust him, especially with what we saw in last year's playoffs. Yeah, what we're seeing. Team points per game. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and you know the Hawks got this elite offense. They can't defend to save their lives, but if they outscore the Heat, you know, then I got Hawks in seven. What you got? Bro, I'm in, yeah, I'm saying Hawks in seven, too. That's what I'm for real going to say. It's because, I mean... I think Ice Trey's gonna put up hella points against the Heat, uh, and I don't know, if, yeah. I don't know if the Heat's gonna stop that. You know, I feel you. There's gonna be some close games though. I, I think Hawks can extend to seven. It's gonna be a tough series. It's gonna be a great series to watch for sure. All right, next series. Are we moving on to the West? I think we should. I think, yeah, we should go each matchup, right? So we just talked about one one versus eight in okay, East, so let's go to the West. West now. So this game happened today, the battle for the eight seed, the Pelicans and the Clips, and then the Clips. Dude, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before I say anything, dude, I just sat down and I watched the ending of the Clips and Pels. Bro, so Paul George got um, positive for COVID this morning, so he couldn't play. The Clippers were living out of the five-out offensive set, and they were just going isolation plays every single time in the third quarter. They literally blew a 13-point lead because they couldn't make anything on offense, and it was just so frustrating to watch. 
But Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum are great, so give the Pelicans their flowers. I mean, Paul George recently got COVID. If they had Paul George's game, this could have been a different result. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, but yeah, it I, st- I still think they should have won. But yeah, they choked it hard. And I think it would have gave. I think the Clippers would have probably been a hard match for the Suns. For being real. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, talk to me about the Suns versus Pelicans now. So we got Suns, we got Pelicans. So like, let's take look at the stars on the team. So they got McCollum and Ingram. You know, leading leading the team with in like points. You know, shooting it, and then. On the Suns, obviously, you got Chris Paul, you got D Book. Man, shut up. Suns in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next series. And then, yep, Suns in. No, Suns in five. Next series. Suns, uh, Suns in five. I think that the Pelicans have a. They got a good offense. You know, CJ McCollum and Brendan Ingram can catch fire for one game. They can definitely pick one up, but it's going to be a Suns win for sure. I think it's going to be Suns in five. They, they lived by it last year, and I think they can do it again. But, All yeah, right. if, if it goes to five, wouldn't be shocked. But let's talk about the real good match. One of the real good matchups we got going on. We got the two versus seven out east with the Celtics and the Nets. The series is about to be literally like an Eastern Conference Finals in the first round. We got the Celtics out here, best defense in the league, a good offense, solid team. And then we got the Nets, you know, you got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie Irving, and we got reports that Ben Simmons could come back around four games four through six so if there's anything past game four we could be seeing ben simmons back and that's pretty big ben simmons if he comes back on this you know already good nets team this can this can definitely flip the series and i mean yeah it's just a question of like how can he play because he hasn't played basketball since what june it's interesting oh yeah against the hawks last year right mm-hmm but I mean, he's probably been practicing, but he can still I think he can still make an impact defensively on the team. You know. I think he still could. Yeah, definitely. I think that Ben Simmons had a center lineups with Kevin Durant, Kyrie, um, Seth Curry and like Bruce Brown out there. Those lineups could be really good for the Nets offensively and Ben Simmons could help try to hold it down defensively, although the Nets don't really need to care about defense that much. But um Celtics versus Nets, this is so hard to pick, you know, but um, I because I really want to see the Celtics go far this year. They got really unlucky with this matchup, but um, just the prospect of the Celtics playing without Robert Williams, I'm pretty scared, and I think I'm going to go Nets and six. Go Nets and six, for sure. I, I, don't know Ro- I don't know if Robert Williams is returning in this series. He is, and I don't think. He's still got, like... Two weeks left on recovery for that meniscus. He's got two weeks left. Hmm. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go the opposite. Give me Celtics six and six. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. It's a little interesting. I think it's gonna be fun to watch. So you know, I, I if Robert Williams returns in this series, I think it's game. And then with Jason, but he's not going to. I don't. I don't know how you recover from a meniscus surgery that quickly. You know, I don't think so. But um, we'll see. It's going to be a great series to watch. The Nets defense is questionable. I think they can get torched. Torched. See what Jason Tatum's doing against the Nets. Uh, Look Mm -hmm. look at the stats. Averaging like thirty. Yeah, that's true. They can get cooked. 
So I'm yeah. gonna announce it. Celtics in six. All right, we'll see it. Series. Fantastic. Next series, you got that, huh? Who's playing? All right, next next series. So it's seven to two in the West, right? Ooh, ooh. Tell me about this. So it's it's T Wolves and Grizz. Yeah, this okay. is a competitive series. No. So it's not a competitive series. No. Can I tell you why? Sure. So we talked. We saw the first play-in game with the um, Clippers and Timberwolves. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, who's supposed to be the star of the Wolves, um, got absolutely shut down. He choked. He was a bum. He cried to the refs all game. He couldn't handle double teams. Um, Carl Anthony Towns isn't built for the pressure, you know? And I really don't like him, in fact, already, because he was talking trash about Westbrook during the season. Like, he's ever done anything in his career, you know? So that's all I had to say. That's all I had to get out of the way. Maybe I'm a Carl Anthony Towns hater now. But, um... He doesn't have he he doesn't have it in him, you know. And um the Bulls are good, you know. Anthony Edwards always gonna fight. D'Angelo Russell's good, and we all know what Patrick Beverly we all know what Patrick Beverly brings to the table. But um he's good on the defensive side. When we see the Grizzlies and you got John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr. and this well coached team, I mean, you're not beating them. Yeah, they're good this year. That's why they got second in the West for a reason. John Morant. Dude, year. I'm just imagining Patrick Beverly trying to guard Ja. I think he could do good for a couple games, but um, yeah, Patrick Beverly going to be chasing Ja on these screens all series long. Give okay. me Grizzlies in five. I'm going to say Grizzlies in six. Okay. I, I think I like the T-Wolves, they can win a couple games. I think some games Towns will have, and I think he'll have good good games. I don't like Towns. He's not going to have good games. <laughs> Only Anthony Edwards. And I think D-Lo. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, so six and three. Out east. Out in the east. Is it? It's going to be the Bucks, and it's going to be the Bulls. Ooh. You know, this would have been a good series if it was like the Bulls from like December, and not the Bulls of. April. Um, yeah, because the Bulls are missing Lonzo Hustle. It's not even that. Like, well, he, well, no, it is that. It is that he's big. But um, pause. Um, oh, pause. Um, I will pause it. No, <laughs> bro. Um, man, I just messed myself up. But no, um, the Bulls played such good defense and had a great offense at the beginning of the season. And now they've just fallen off, really. DeMar DeRozan's still playing at a high level, but he's a historic playoff joker, so we're going to see how he plays. And we all know Zach Levine's playing through a knee injury, so I don't know how the Bulls are going to really... Yeah, we saw, like, early in the season, they're, like, you know, top two in the East. You know, they had a very good, sh- they had a very good shot of finishing that high. But, yeah, they fell off, like you said. And they lost and like the injury. Yep, and then like we're talking about the Bucks, right? Giannis is most the people's best player in the league. Champs. The reigning defending. You mean them. like defend? You got to pick one of the words, not both of them. You either say reigning or defending. You can do both. Reigning defending. Cha- <laughs> you know, the reigning. De- nah, I, I don't. I don't like that. They said that in the UFC. 
Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. We're not with the rainy UFC over here. The, the yes. Rock. With, Giannis. by most people's pick, the best player in the world right now, Giannis. Um, no. No, we'll talk about our MVP picks later. But, um, yeah, no one on this Bulls team can guard Giannis. Um, that's something the Bulls got to work on in the offseason, getting some size on this team. Pause again. Um, Pause. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness but um yeah the Bulls have to get some interior defense and some rim protection but they don't have that um maybe DeMar and Zach can carry them through one game but Bucks are going to have fun in this series Bucks and five yeah I was going to say Bucks yeah I was going to say Bucks and five I think they're going to drench yeah they're going to drench the Bulls pause Alright, anyways, let's get rid of these pauses and... Like EJ said, the lack in the interior defense, I think Giannis is going to eat on that. I no. Chris Middleton. Oh, no. pause. No. Eat, eat, pause. No, okay, you're done. Nah, dog. Nah, chill. And, yeah, bucks and five. Nah, because I didn't hear a word you said, because all I heard was pause, pause, pause. The next series, yeah, let's go to three versus six out west. The Warriors and the Nuggets. And the Nuggets. Um, you said Giannis was arguably the MVP. In my opinion, Nikola Jokic is the MVP. Um, but that being said, Steph Curry is playing game one of this series. So um, Warriors are going to be at full strength. And, um, you know, we all know what the Warriors are about. Yeah, the Warriors, I mean, they got Clay, Draymond, and Steph coming back. So Draymond? You know, one thing the Warriors struggle with is size. You know, oh my goodness, they need to, yeah, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, um, but then, uh, big pauses. dog, shut up. <laughs> no, bro, but, um. Man, um, their center is Kevon Looney, right? But outside of that, they don't really have any other true bigs. You know, you got Bielitsa, but he's more of like a four. So the Warriors run a lot of small ball, and Jokic could definitely feast on this as he's a post-centric big man. But um, at the end of the day, Jokic is the only player on that Nuggets team right now, you know. And um, he can go off, but I think the Warriors can counteract that. And... I got Warriors in six because Jokic is going to give him a fight. I was also going to say Warriors in six. And, yeah, like the Denver Nuggets are led by arguably the MVP as well. Because mm-hmm. he's almost averaging triple-doubles insane. He's doing a lot. Yep. He's doing a lot for the Nugs. But it's really just him right now. There's Aaron Gordon. But they're still missing Jamal Murray. That's true. That's true. That's a little big. That's a little part. And I think the Warriors led with Steph, you know, Jordan Poole coming off the bench, Clay. Arguably a most improved player this year. Jaw might win it. But yeah, Jordan Poole's great this year, man. Jordan Poole's great. Yeah, I feel that for sure. But yep, Warriors and six. Let's move on. Agreed. And then we got five and four in the West. Five and four. Yes, sir. 
Oh, we staying in the West for this one. All right. So um, if you guys haven't heard the news yet, um, Luka Doncic is out for games one and two with a calf injury. So the Dallas Mavericks are going to be without him for the first two games of this series. That's big. That's it is. Utah Jazz can feast on these two games. Pause. <laughs> okay, that's not a pause. Don't say that. No, no, no. But I said it. I said it like once or twice, and now you're going crazy with it. Sorry, I just thought it was like a pause moment. Everything's a pause moment to you, huh? Nah, just a, just some words. But I think the Utah Jazz, they'll hop on those two games. And I think they might smash the series. What's your series prediction? Give me Jazz and six. All right. And I'm going to counteract you with that. I'm going Mavs and six. I do not care that Luke is out for the first two games. Jalen Brunson has been great this season. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie has been revived ever since he's come back. And I don't know the update on Tim Hardaway Jr. I haven't watched a lot of Mavs basketball. So, in fact, I'm going to go and just search Tim Hardaway Jr. right now. Let's see if he's healthy. Is he okay? Mm, no, he's not playing, right? So, he's injured. My man, it looks like he's probably done for the season. I don't even know what happened. Oh, he broke his foot. Never mind. But I think the yeah. Jazz love Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. Arguably, you know, he's that deep boy. Canada every year. I think I think the they'll feast on the Mavs for that. Mm-mm. I got the Mavs coming out. Look, the Mavs can win one game and lose the second without Luca, or they can lose both games. All I'm saying is that when Luca is back, Mavs in six. It doesn't matter if they're down 0-2. It doesn't matter if it's one one. If they're up to if they're up to well, then man, maybe like five. But no, in reality, I expect the Mavs to go down o two to the Jazz. Well, actually, no, no, cut that, cut that. Ayo, I think the Mavs are gonna go one and one with the Jazz without Luca. Luca's gonna come back. Mavs win in six because Luca is that guy, and Luca's pushing to make the Western Conference Finals this year. So let's see if he can do it. You know, he's a beast. And he'll push for it. But I think I think the Jazz will take it. I think they'll take it seriously. All right. That's your opinion. Like, but we're going to have to see how that goes. I think I think Mitchell is going to be ready. Let's see. Mm, I think Let's that see. this is a... I think that this is an end. This is an end of it for the Jazz and this team, you know. They're going to lose in the first round this year. And front office is going to have to get rid of Gobert or Mitchell. We'll see who they choose. Dang, who? I don't know. I don't know who they'll choose. Yep, but we can speculate that all we want. We got one more series to go. We go out to the East, five and four. We got the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers and the Toronto Raptors. This is. I think it's gonna be uh, a one-sided series. What? For yeah, I'm riding with Philly. Philly and what? I'm going to say Philly and six. That's not one-sided. That's like, that's it's competitive. Kind of... nah, that's competitive. If you're saying one-sided, then I'm, I'm hearing like five. I don't I don't think we're going to see a sweep in the first round. Give me five. Not, five. 
Alright, fair enough. Um, I think why? Because Joel and Bid. And then okay. with, with Tyrese Maxey and then James Harden. I think I think they'll put it a little bit together in the playoffs. And I think I think they'll shut down Ben Fleet and Siakam in their games. Mm-hmm. And Nick Nurse is a smart coach. But I think Philly dominates. And, and Interesting that you say that. And we'll see how this Harden trade plays out. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, that's your opinion. You know, you're entitled to that. I'm stuck at a game seven. I have no idea who's gonna win this series. Because on one hand, you got the big star power. You got Joel Embiid and James Harden. But on the other hand, you have the a great coach. You have an incredible defense. They have all the size, this versatility, all the switchability in the world on this team. They have a lot of depth. You have great coaching. And then another thing going for the uh, Raptors is that James Harden and Joel Embiid, to an extent, are both historic playoff chokers. Ooh. That's, yeah, that is true. The Raptors. Mm-hmm. I really believe that the Raptors can guard Embiid because they have the personnel to get one over to him, to, that guards him. And then they can bring help. You know, if they switch on the pick and roll, they won't lose too much size because of the type of players that they have on the court. Other than maybe if it's like Van Vliet, you know. But um, the Raptors can play some incredible defense. And um, I don't know how Philly's going to ha- hold up because James Harden hasn't been that great, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm just like... I... I'm a little concerned about the Raptors' offense, however, because, um, you know, you got Gary Trent for the three-point shooting. You got Siakam kind of, like, as a star. You have Scotty Barnes right there in the mix of everything. You got Van Vliet as the other star as well. Um, But, you know, I don't know how, like, how consistent their offense is going to be because they don't have, like, the elite bucket getter. But um, with all that being said... I'll give Philly and the star power the benefit of the doubt that they'll clutch up and come through. So, Philly in Game 7. Sweet. It's a, a lot of games. I know. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we went here for the Miami-Atlanta. I said 7. Phoenix-New Orleans, I said um 5. Um, Celtics-Nets, I said 6. Wolves-Grizz, I said 5. Um, Bucks, Bulls, I said uh, five. Um, Warriors, Nuggets, I said six. Mavs, Jazz, I said six. Raptors and Sixers, I said seven. So I I don't predict a sweep yet. Um, if anyone is to sweep someone, it's going to be the Suns sweeping the Pelicans, or it's going to be um the Bucks sweeping the Bulls. Other other than that, I don't see any sweeps personally. They're gonna come back this year. Let's speculate all that, all that, blah, blah, blah. Let's just watch it play. Let's watch it go. Just gotta let it all play out. It starts tomorrow. Just like I want to ask you one question. We already talked about MVP, but we got some crazy news coming out of Defensive Player of the Year rating, like rankings, that Marcus Smart is leading voting. And to me, this is quite stupid, 
because he's been a wait shut up he's been a good defender but he has only been great since january it's almost as if we're not accounting for the first half of the season when we see Marcus Smart leading. He hasn't been that incredible. And I'm also really surprised not to see Giannis top three. I didn't expect him to win it. I thought Gobert would, but Gobert's not even that high. So it's really weird, you know. Yeah, it is kind of weird not seeing one of the bigs up there. And it's like, it's kind of weird to see Mikel up there, like being, being considered like second or, you know, arguably first. And if he mm-hmm. wins it, that'll be, that'll be dope. It's because like, yeah, it'll probably be the first big not to win it in a minute. First non-big to win in a minute. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this award is interesting because um, if everyone was healthy and played the whole season, I believe it was going to be between Draymond Green and Bam Adebayo, but both of them didn't play enough games this season. But in reality, everyone is overlooking the real defensive play of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr. His team's, his team's the second seed in the West. They're a top five defense, and he led the league in blocks. This man literally anchored a top five defense to the second best record in their conference, and he's not getting nearly enough talk. Like, Marcus Smart shouldn't be getting crap right now compared to Jaron Tychons Jr. I think it's Mikael Bridges. No, I think it's Jaron Jackson Jr. You're a Suns fan. First in the West. And... No, it's because he can lock down one through five for me. Pretty easy. Top he cannot play. He cannot guard centers, dog. What are you saying now? Now you're reaching for that one. So Draymond said, Draymond has all respect for him. Yeah, blah blah blah. I like Draymond, but he be saying some whack stuff. Like he's like, no, didn't didn't he say didn't he say the other day that the 2016 Warriors were the greatest team ever? Didn't y'all blow a three to one lead to LeBron, the greatest basketball player of all time? So yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair, but like you know, I would have won Finals MVP. Crazy, huh? Oh, that final game he had, Game Seven, he went crazy. What happened to that Draymond? He's gone. Well, we'll that man started putting on the backpack when he shoots now. But I think it should go to Mikhail. If it does, that'd be cool. I'm waiting for Jaron Jackson Jr. to win his defensive play of the year this year. And that's stupid because look at the stats. Everything points to him as the defensive play of the year. I don't think he played that poorly. Mm, maybe he didn't, but he's my defensive play of the year. That's a hot take. It is, but everything on here is hot takes. It's like, you know, Mikhail can be deep boy. I hope not. If anyone should be the deep boy, it's Patrick Beverly. I didn't say that. Don't quote me on that ever. He won the title against the LA Clippers. He won the title the other night. Was it Thursday night? Patrick Beverly stood on the scorer's table. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I think it's going to do it for this episode. Episode 1-8. And... You know, we finally got it out. We were supposed to get it out last time. And, yeah, just the mic issues, yeah. Hey, hey, we don't talk about that. Hey, but I think this topic was better, you know. The timing was better. Um, Yeah, the playoff playoff predictions going, you know. Absolutely. We'll see you guys for episode 19 in the next round. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll see you. Lakers in four.
It's, it's Suns in four. They missed the playoffs. Lakers in five. I meant my fault. My fault. 